was one of them a woman? Romano wiped the rain from his face and looked again. He hadn't made a mistake. The figure with a slimmer frame was a stunning brunette with grey eyes and clear pale skin. Her hair was a tangled rain-soaked mess, but to Romano's eyes that only made her look more attractive. He started jogging towards them again, taking in the others. Standing next to the woman was a broad-shouldered man with thick blonde hair and tanned leathery skin. He was looking disdainfully across the airfield. Romano could immediately tell he had a bit of an attitude about him. The two guys carrying the flight case were both scowling. One of them was a little shorter than the others, with thinning hair, and the sight of him made Romano smile briefly. His dad had a penchant for Phil Collins, and the little guy looked just like him, broader, stockier, and a hell of a sight grumpier looking, but otherwise the spitting image. His companion didn't look much more cheerful. With hair as dark as Romano's own, and a handsome face with several days' stubble, he looked like a statue holding the flight case as the rain pelted against him. Romano was a little out of breath when he reached them, but he did his best to hide it. "'Good evening, gentlemen,' he said in his very best English. The blonde guy looked him up and down, and Romano could tell from his body language that he was in charge of this four-man unit. "'I am taking you to your helicopter.' The unit leader looked over Romano's shoulder towards the distant Land Rover. "'Fuck's sake, Manuel,' he said with an unpleasant sneer. I know the Itars are shit drivers, but couldn't you park a bit closer? Romano felt an embarrassed frown cross his forehead. No, I I mean, I could. He jabbed his thumb towards the vehicle. Forget it, shit for brains. The man looked over his shoulder. Danny and Spud could use the workout, right, lads? Especially Spud. Need to get him match fit. He spent the last six months in hand-to-gland contact. Romano didn't know what he was talking about. The blonde man pushed past him and started walking towards the Land Rover. The woman looked at the two guys, Danny and Spud, had he called them. Then she jogged after the blonde man. This really wasn't going the way Romano had wanted. He turned to Danny and Spud. I could maybe help you, he said. Neither man even glanced at him. They were watching the unit leader with murder in their eyes. Romano jogged alongside them as they followed after the woman and the blonde man. So, guys, he said, where are you headed? No response, just dark scowls. As they approached the Land Rover, Romano saw that the blonde man had already taken the front passenger seat. The woman was opening up the back of the vehicle, ready to receive the flight case. The rain was falling more heavily now. Everyone was soaked. Danny and Spud loaded up. Romano meekly took his place behind the wheel. When the others were installed in the back seat, he turned the ignition. The windscreen wipers flapped noisily as the vehicle trundled across the airfield. Fucking Sicily, the blonde man said. I thought it was meant to be all sunshine and sardines. Unorganized crime, Phil Collins said darkly. Right up your street here, Tony. Tony, that was obviously the blonde man's name, looked in the rear-view mirror. Do us a solid kitling, love. Stick a 762 in that ball cunt skull. Save me messing up me hands. Caitlin, the woman, smiled. Mind if I do it later, she said in a very pronounced Australian accent. Don't want to mess up the upholstery for this two-pot screamer.
She jabbed Romano on the shoulder. Caitlin, Tony, cut it out, said the man with dark hair. What's that? Tony said in an exaggeratedly loud voice. Did Johnny Black say something? He smiled nastily. Last time I checked, Black, I was unit commander, so do us all a favour and keep your cake holes shut, eh? Romano looked in the rearview mirror. If Danny Black looked annoyed, it was nothing compared to the expression on Spud's face, which was filled with undisguised hate. Tony looked over his shoulder at the same time. Spud, mate, relax. You should learn to enjoy yourself. He sniffed and faced forward again. You could get run over by a boss tomorrow. As he said this, he pulled a handgun from his ops waistcoat and ostentatiously started checking it over. All of a